0: Heart-centered Sales Leader Podcast: Your one-stop shop for building client relationships, scaling your business, and ultimately growing your income. When you are looking for your next step in personal and financial growth, we've got you covered. With your host, number one international best-selling author and heart-centered sales expert, Connie Whitman.
1: So I hope every every week when you come in and you listen to the show that number one you feel my passion. If you don't, there's something wrong with you. <laughs> And also, that the show, I really am passionate about changing your perspective. And I am starting a movement and I'm on a mission to change the word sales from meaning something icky, sleazy, and pushy to something that comes from a place of love and care, and respect. The big word for me is always respect. And as my guests and I give you tips, strategies, and ideas, my hope is that you take them, you implement them immediately, and that's how we move the needle and end up getting results. So for me, I hope that we can impact and inspire you to build those really dynamic client conversations, those relationships, scale your business, ultimately grow your income, and of course, create the life that you desired. Now, if you're show, which I really hope you are, um, and you're loving me, of course, please subscribe to the show on Apple Podcast, YouTube, however you watch. Rate, review, subscribe, download, and share with your peeps. Um, I, I will feel the love. I read your comments, and I really hope that you stay connected. So you matter to me. The show is all about you, and I hope you stay in touch. So my quote for today, uh, of course, I have to start with my motivation quote. It's actually my Her name is Chela Diaz, and the quote says, "When you take inspired action and lead with your heart, the universe will support you." Now, here we're going to talk about money today. One of my favorite conversations. What is your relationship with money? Are you thinking, "Oh, Connie, I love money. I love spending money, and money is a great thing." Or are some of you thinking, well, that's a very good question. I feel like I never have enough money and no matter how hard I work, money seems to be something that is hard for me to hold on to. No matter the side of the coin that you're falling um, with with those questions, of course, you know, I have a guest today that's going to answer them and share how we all have money issues. Yes, we do. Um, And how to now dig in and change our relationship with money. So I'm glad you asked, Connie, how do we deal with money? My wonderful guest today is (laughs) Chela Diaz and she's going to help us peel back our onion and peek into our beliefs about money. Now, Chela knew at a really young age that she was different from all the other kids. She was able to see and feel things other kids couldn't. She didn't want to stand out. So what did she do? She suppressed and put all her gifts to sleep. For over 15 years, Chella has been on her spiritual journey, and the list of certifications and programs that she completed is, is just very, ex, ex, is, is very extensive, uh, but it includes, and I'm going to just name a few, Reiki Master, Reiki Teacher, Starlight Energy, and her most recent, which brought all of her certifications together, is a powerful way, Ninth Dimensional Healing Energy. So please. Let me welcome my amazing, fun, lovely, awesome Chella to the show. So, Chella, thanks for being on. Oh
2: my God, it's an honor to be here. I'm going to take you with me everywhere I go. <laughs>
1: <laughs> you know, I just did another show with another uh, woman entrepreneur. And we were giggling. You know, you read your credentials, and when I go on podcasts and they read my credentials, I think, "Who are they talking about?" You we don't we don't realize what it sounds like, because you don't walk around saying your bio out loud right when you're home or when you're working. We're just working. We're being us. So I just, I know, I love it. It's uh, it's nice to shine a light and support and tell people how wonderful they are. And that gives me, the, the podcast gives me an opportunity to do that, to share beautiful people like you to the world. So... Yeah, Go ahead, you were going to say something.
2: Honor, no, it's a pleasure. I'm here.
1: So guys, Chella and I, we could talk and talk and talk. So hopefully you enjoy us because we have this great energy. We have a ton of fun uh, whenever we get on. And we hopefully will share some amazing tips and strategies that you can implement today. And of course, we share stories and all those other things so that it resonates with you. Now, first question, Chella, why is the morning routine so important? Because it
2: sets the tone for the day. It really, really does. We've all been there, right? What happens in those days where, for whatever reason, no blame, no shame here, you run late? It's a domino effect, right? From there, you just like, oh, my God, everything is going. When you're running late, every light, it turns red, right? (laughs) 100%. So setting the morning, to me, is just setting the tone for the day. It's just getting yourself right. You look at the, the to do list, you look how you what you have ahead, but also it gives you the uh, gives you time to put in maybe five minutes, 10 minutes of self care, whatever that may look like, right? A couple of breaths, a cup of tea, whatever that is, right? That little break in between all those so that you're not constantly running. Yeah. Now, do I sometimes not leave room for that, yes, absolutely. But for the most part, right? For the most part, allowing yourself some time for yourself, and when you do that by setting the tone in the morning, it makes the rest of the day go so much better, it's just
1: smooth, yeah. And it's a mindset, you know, when you start feeling uh calm, accomplishing something like I don't remember who it was a famous person he said he makes his bed every morning. Because that sets the tone for the day that at least I accomplished. And it's a silly little thing, making your bed. I know a lot of people don't. I make my bed every morning. My husband actually does. But I like a made bed, right? So that was one thing. Um, it's funny. I, my, I was, my niece came over uh, the weekend with her boyfriend. We're hanging out, had dinner. And uh, she started an exercise routine. And she does it at 5.30 in the morning. I was like, God bless you. I, I, I don't sleep well enough to be up at 5.30. But she said, you know what, Aunt Con, The funny thing is, she said, when I work out, the whole day seems to take on a different tempo, a different energy. I get different results, better results than when I skip it. So she said, I'm really committed to this because I feel so good, not only physically, but mentally, she says, what I get done in a day now is remarkable. So i that's the—that's what we're talking about. That morning routine sets the pace and the tempo uh, for the day. So, yeah, I love it. I just love it. Shout out to my niece, Kayla, my goddaughter. She's a rock star. <laughs> but
2: also, but Connie, you just said something really incredibly powerful. And that is that not everybody is a morning person. Yeah. So just because we say morning, a morning could begin at 11 o'clock. Mm-hmm. The morning could begin at 10. It could begin at 4 a.m.
1: Mm-hmm.
2: It doesn't matter, right? A lot of people say get up early, the early bird gets up. No, because we all have a different, you know, system. And if it means that you get up at 11 o'clock or you start your morning or whatever. So, you know, morning simply means how you start your day the time of the day in my opinion doesn't matter because we got to take into consideration the people that are night owls absolutely right the people that hang up now that's not me not i'm not me. you you'll never get me past 9 p.m.
1: <laughs> <laughs> you're worse than me i'm at least 10 p.m. but you're right there's some people i have a friend she she works at 12:30 that's when her genius kicks in you know 12:30 in 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 the morning like oh my god i'm dead at that hour right so i that's very important i think it's how you start your day you're right it's not the time of day uh that you start yeah because like i could never do 5:30 i know myself so why would i set that as an expectation i'd fail immediately then you feel crappy about yourself right oh i failed i can't execute i'm not good enough and then the whole negative mantra record player starts playing and then what's the point of that it's just counterintuitive right
2: And that's beautiful, and that's powerful, right? So we want to make it just whatever the time is, and especially, right, so you're wise and you know that that wouldn't be setting yourself up for success, but for somebody that's out there and thinking, oh, well, in order to be successful, you have, you know, because they always have these posts, to be successful, you start your morning, no, to be successful, you start your morning when it's the right time for that person. Now, that doesn't mean you you know, necessarily you up a off all morning. Right. But it, I'm just saying that some people are simply night owls, and so morning can start at 10 o'clock, 11 o'clock at whatever that is for that person. So giving mm-hmm. yourself permission to it's okay to start at 10, 11 and some people start at 530, right? That's what fits what works for them. Yeah. So find what works for you and stick with it because be
1: consistent with it that's it that's the execution the execution the persistent consistent gets the results so you just have to commit to it but it's got to work otherwise you're not going to commit to it so what's the point then we're in the we're in the death, death I call that the death spiral where we go nowhere and we feel crappy about ourselves so that you know don't do that so there's tip number one. See, right out of the gate. Holy crap, we're so good. <laughs> how, I want to shift to money because really this is like one of my favorite conversations and we all have money issues. But how can the money conversation that we listen to as a child now impact what are, what's happening in our current financial picture?
2: Yeah, we yeah, actually, that's a, that's a great. And folks, that is definitely a $100,000 question and, and answer because when you become aware of it, right? And we all have the common ones. Money is evil. You know, we have to work hard for your money. You have to struggle. Money comes in, money goes out. You know, we can't afford that. Whatever it is that they, you listen to as a child, I invite you, one, identify what that was. Mm. And then two, how did that end? How is that impacting your current financial picture? Right? So if you heard you have to work hard for your money, are you finding yourself working 12, 14 hours a day? Right? Connect, connecting the dots. Because once you become aware of that, that's when you begin to make different choices. Awareness is key number one, right? Because then we can make it. So if you are finding yourself working those hours or if you're finding yourself that you're spending, 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 right? So you have, you know, more month at the end than money. So then maybe you grow up thinking of, with the conversation of we don't have enough, right? So now as an adult we want to make up for whatever it is that we believe we missed. Because sometimes, yeah, maybe we did miss, but sometimes it's just a belief, right? Mm-hmm. But also that this is it. This is incredible. The other thing is. Those beliefs that you have to work hard, the money is evil, whatever that was, those beliefs were gifted to us, right? Those were not ours. We were kids, so it is time to give it back, right? Because they were gifts. <laughs> You're you know, right. Somebody they gave you an ugly set. We don't have to keep it. We can give it back, right? Giving ourselves permission. So now, if the 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 other question is going to be: Well, how do we do that? I believe that one of the ways that you can do that is by writing a letter. Writing a letter to that situation or to that event, whatever that it was, right? For that person, having compassion. They passed on beliefs. They no longer serve you. You write a letter. You pour your heart into it, and then you burn the letter. I love it. There's something magical about putting pen and something about allowing those words to flow, yeah. right? It's it's a ritual. It's therapy. It's released. It's proven, yeah. right? So that's the key. It's it's identifying, writing a letter, and then let us just let it go, because it doesn't serve you. And think of it: if it's a gift, somebody's knocking at your door, and they have low vibration, you we don't have to let them in, right? We have a choice. We can not. We can choose not to hang out with people that are not in alignment. And also, I'm very careful to say there's no blame, right? Everybody's on their journey. So it's just they're on a different journey, right? We're on different trains. We're going to different destinations. There's no guilt. There's no shame. It's just different destination. And
1: this is such a fascinating uh, topic. And you said so many cool things. First of all, our beliefs are there from when we're a kid and you're a kid. So you're processing that information as a kid, (laughs) not an adult who has logic and understands money and emotions to money and all of those things. So you have to tap into what is that kid belief? and give back the gift. I love that visual. Like, yeah, it's an ugly sweater. Hey, thanks. But no thanks. That doesn't work for me. I'm going to give that back to you right now. So I love that it was a gift and we don't have to accept it. The other thing you said to me, Chella, that is so powerful is we have a choice. We have a choice every day with every decision, with everything we think. And when people say to me, oh, I didn't have a choice. I I look at them and say, really, really, you did, because here's here's the truth of the matter. You did have a choice. You chose to do nothing, and and your answer to that is oh I, I I I didn't have a choice I was forced to do that we're never forced to do anything you somebody can't push you um, to do anything that you really don't want to do right so it's a choice you made the choice of inaction but own that then own it I didn't want to make a decision for whatever reason I own it and I'm not going to do it but own your choice so I think that's important too and the last thing you said that I laugh I laugh at is. Through the years, I have fired clients and I have fired friends, meaning I just didn't want that business anymore for whatever reason. It didn't resonate their, the corporate, their, my com- the company values didn't match mine. Well, I can't go and I can't teach in that kind of um uh, Cesspools what came to mind that 's disgusting but that that negative uh, vibe of an organization i can 't work in that because that kills me that, that kills my energy um, and the firing friends there are certain friends that they 're wonderful time and place you grow out of them for whatever reason you 're on two different roads and that 's okay I still love them but i don 't need them in my circle because they 're just so toxic you know through whatever their journey has been so you have to diverge and again make a choice of who you hang out with. So all of that impacts our vibration, but it impacts our money choices, too, because then if you if you choose to do nothing, you're never going to deal with your money issues. Right.
2: Absolutely. Oh, my goodness. That is fabulous. Right. Because but own up to it. Right. If you're choosing nothing. Take 100 percent responsibility. I'm choosing nothing. Right. And this could be. Yes, it's about money, but it's also on a daily basis. There's going to be times where you're going to choose to maybe just do nothing. Mm-hmm. And it's okay. Just own up to the fact, you know what? I'm doing nothing today. Yep. Right? There's no guilt. There's no shame. It's a choice. A
1: hundred percent responsible. It, you know, the guilt and shame, and, and I know you keep saying that, and it's true. You know, Catholic girl here, that's how I was raised. And guilt is the cornerstone of most religions and you know my generation you know we were children you're to be seen and not heard so this guilt if you felt you had something to say how dare you open your mouth so guilt and shame is a lot of how we were raised now do I blame my mom and dad no they didn't know any better because they were duplicating and they had their beliefs or hidden beliefs maybe on how they behaved that they didn't even know why they were doing and saying certain things from their parents and maybe grandparents so it it, it, we keep uh, sharing the wealth of crap sometimes um, and then sometimes we share the wealth of great ideas but the crap comes with the good so you have to be able to discern which is which but I don't blame my parents anymore I'm an adult I have a choice right I can choose to say woe me my mom and dad did to me or I can just move on and say I know why they did it I love them they 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 didn't know any better but I'm going to make different choices today.
2: Absolutely, right? And we we do sometimes spend so much time, but also that's go back to responsibility, right? Because if we keep pointing the finger outside sure, of us, sure. we're not taking responsibility. And that's sure. we grew up, we did, but now it's, I'm moving on. I'm yeah. just different, making a different choice. That's right. And
1: it could As be about money. Yeah. I have another question now. So we're talking about making a choice to shift how I think of money, to go back and raise my awareness of where did that initial concept of money came probably as a child. How can we work with that? And it, it's, it's inside. It's the chatter, right? It's that negative mantra. Money doesn't grow on trees. You don't have enough money. You're always going to be poor. Work hard and maybe you'll make it, right? Whatever, whatever that mantra is for you. How do you quiet that, Chella?
2: You quiet that by doing writings, right? And hmm. then shifting it. I believe in the letter writing and hmm. after we do that, and then it's when those thoughts come in, you can choose to shift that thought. So money does not grow on trees. We don't have money. Whatever the case may be, you can simply say, I'm the thinker of my thoughts and I now choose. And you shift it, right? Does it take a while? Absolutely. Listen, you can't go to the gym and get a six pack in one week, right? Think of this as that, right? We can't drop 20 pounds in one week. It's going to take time, but becoming aware of what the monkeys are telling you, becoming aware is the key number one because then you can choose to do something different. So when that the chatter comes in and the thoughts and it's a record player, right? Simply you can choose to stop the record player. you can choose to go to a different room. you can whatever it is sometimes to me I find it much easier to simply shift location. I when I first started doing this jumping jacks right because then you're concentrating on the jumping jacks, you're not concentrating on that. I've done pull-ups, I've done push-ups, I've done sometimes, right, just shifting because or sometimes it's just walking into the kitchen and getting a snack, getting a tea, getting out there, going outside and putting my feet, it's all about making, now I understand if we're driving, that may not be an option to do these things, great, just keep thinking and move your attention, I'm the thinker of my thoughts, I choose to move my attention and start thinking about your dream vacation, Start thinking about the baby you're going to go see, or start thinking about nature. Right? It's about getting, again, the train, where the train and the record player is going here. It's about shifting it to a different destination. And, and you're the only
1: time. one, and, and we're the only ones who have control of our head, of our, of our, of our chatter, of our thoughts. And I think there, the statistic goes something like we have, um, it's like. 50,000 or 64,000 thoughts a day, something like that. 80% of them are negative. And then tomorrow, those same thoughts, right? We repeat 90% of the thoughts we have today, negative, we repeat them tomorrow. That's the chatter that you're talking about. So by understanding, and it starts with awareness. I like how you say that, right? Understand, I'm the thinker of my thoughts. I'm going to think about my vacation now. I am the thinker of my thoughts. I'm going to think about how lucky I am to drive this car. I am the thinker of my thoughts. I am so excited I did not hit a red light, right? Whatever it is, you can shift and change it on the spot to something very simple. I'm the thinker of my thoughts. I'm going to Dunkin' Donuts for a cup of coffee. Woohoo! right? It could be anything that's simple. It's just shifting. But the awareness, you have to be aware of it to be able to shift it. And that takes practice. And I like the idea that- of writing down too, Chella. That's cool. Yeah.
2: Yeah, that is definitely, and also by starting in the morning, we talked, we started with the morning routine. What if you start writing down five things you're grateful for? I love that. I got to tell you, one of the things that, and I know we take it for granted, but is being able to go and have clean water. Yeah. I know we take, I honestly did until I started doing this program, coaching program that I'm doing. I didn't think about how many people don't have clean water, right? And it's about being grateful that I have this water that I'm able to go and pick up. I don't have to go walk three miles to go get clean water, right? Starting by making a list of all the things that we do have. Because when you begin to really, and that list is going to keep growing, right? You have friends, you have family, you have so much. But when you begin to stay, then that helps the chatter get again, because you have this long list of things that you have. Yeah it's easier to quiet the mind. You know, it's easier for, and it's also easier for us to shift. I have clean water. I can take a shower. I have clothes. You know what I mean? Yeah. All these things, but just start making, make a list of all the things that you have and which uh, you are grateful for.
1: And it's, that Well, it's funny. I, I end my day and I start my day doing that. I do my little, it's, it's my prayers. I don't say like prayers, like, you know, Hail Mary full of grace. I sit there and I my mantra is all the things I'm grateful for for that day. Some are repeated. You know, a lot repeat repeated. My kids, my, my parents are still alive. My husband is amazing man, right? So you're grateful. For, I cherish those things. But sometimes it's like I really needed that cup of coffee this morning. It tasted so extra good. So it could be something as simple as that. Or you know what? It was supposed to rain in a day and the sun was shining. Oh, what a great day. Or, you know, in, in New Jersey, it's getting chilly. It was 70 degrees, right? So whatever it is, it could be simple, stupid little things. But I start my, I end my day with all of the things I was grateful for. It's, it's a pretty long list. And then I wake up in the morning. What am I grateful for today? Number one, I have a new beautiful day in front of me. My chapter's unwritten. What am I going to write in it today, right? So it's all of that creation. You create your future. So I, I am all about um, gratitude and it's funny, whenever I do yoga, a lot of times the instructor will say, um, "What? what is your, um, what's the word that she uses? What's the mantra? What's the... Um,
0: intention? Say it is again? She,
1: the intention? The intention. Thank you. I don't know why I couldn't think of that. For me, it's always, oh my God, I am so grateful. That's where I always come from when they set, set an intention. It's always gratitude for me. Isn't that funny? So yeah, gratitude is a powerful thing. So next piece of the puzzle, Right. Making aware, consciously changing, right? I am the thinker of my thoughts. That helps with our money. That helps with our negativity, right? Making choices, owning it. Does that help? You keep mentioning energy, right? You and I have a great energy together. I feel it. I embrace it. I love it. I feel good when I'm around you, right? There's an energy connection. Going using some of these tools. Can we literally shift our vibrational and energetic level?
2: Absolutely. And we're going to give your listeners the other tip. And the other tip is that we are just by doing that is going to begin to shift. But we want to put a little extra fire. Right. We're going to put the little turbo into this. Love it. And the turbo is how are you treating money? Right. Are you treating money like you're not enough? You're not around. How are you talking to money and inviting money to come in and yes yes you're one step ahead of me we're going to write a letter to money we're going to write a letter <laughs> to money inviting money into our lives right inviting them to show up inviting them to come in and visit us because we all do this right if you have a friend and they keep telling you that you're never enough that you're not around you don't spend enough time with me would that person stay no no Right. So we want to think about money as a person, uh, whatever you want to think. But how are we treating it? And are we inviting it? Right. Are we being grateful when we go pay our monthly obligations? Are we saying, I am so grateful I have the funds to do this? Or are we saying, oh, no, is that time of the month again where I need to pay bills? What energy are you bringing it to it?
1: That's wonderful.
2: Because all of these things are going to help you. So that you're opening the doors. You're putting out the welcome sign for money to show up in your life. And it will show up in many different ways.
1: Right? In unexpected ways. Give me an example. I'm going to sit down. People are listening and saying, no, I kind of like that. I get the idea. I write a letter. Welcome money in. Give me an example of some phraseology. Because some people like get the creative juices. When you give an idea, they go, "Ooh, I can then add whatever it is for them. Can you give yeah. me an example? It's I sit to Yep, dear money. I know it's been a long time since we've been together.
2: I, you know, right. You know, whatever it is. And I invite you to come back in. I cannot wait to see you. I am always so grateful when you're around. We have such an amazing time together. I love hanging out with you. I appreciate you. You know what I mean? Just treat it like a friend, treat it like that dear friend Let's be honest that you haven't seen in six months. And I'm not saying you haven't seen money in six months, but you're you're building a different relationship with money. Right. And you can make as many letters as as you want from this. I love it. And because then that's opening the space. I I think of it as making a red carpet. You're putting out a red carpet for money to show up. You know, I mean, we've all seen the Grammy Awards and all of that. Right. Putting out the red carpet so the money feels welcome. They feel, we're inviting it to show up, and I, I guarantee you, money will show up.
1: Yeah, and and you know we say to our friends next time, you, just my door is always open. I say the same thing to money, money. My door is always open. Knock on the door and walk on in. My door is unlocked for you, right? I am open to seeing you. We'd be so excited if you could come and sleep over, right? As silly as that sounds, but my door is always open. You are always welcome. I am opening arms for you to come in and join us and play with us and live with us and love with us, right? That's really what we're saying. Absolutely. I love it. I just love that. And and here's a cool thing. I don't I don't know if if you've done this cello, but even, like at night when I do my gratitude is that something that to even reinforce it more than writing the note to just you know as you're doing your things of grateful you could say money don't forget my door's always open. I'm waiting for you. Come and visit. Can you make that part of your like thoughts? Go ahead, read it. Absolutely. I can't read that. Yeah, I
2: have a postie right at my desk, on my computer, just in case. Right underneath my computer, I have the posties. I actually have various posties, just to remind myself, right? So as I'm sitting here, or if I'm in a webinar or whatever, I have it. And I actually have them in my bathroom. I have them in my, po- I have them all over, right? Because when you see that, it's just that constant reminder, right? It's so we're shifting our attention to that, right? We're just making it so that it's easier because we all get busy, right? And sometimes, so just having little posties all around,
1: you know. And then reading I, them randomly, you're saying.
2: Reading them, yeah. When you happen to be stepping into that, you can put one in the refrigerator, you know, whatever. Your closet. I like the closet, right? Because when you go in, Right, it's a nice, pleasant surprise. And I use very colorful posties, right? So you can't miss it.
1: You're adorable. I mean,
2: Color doesn't work for you,
1: whatever works for you, right? But I like that it's just, oh, it's
2: like a pleasant surprise.
1: And, you know, it's so funny because they're, they're little, you're, they become your mantra. Right. Hi, yep. money. So glad you showed up today. It's so good seeing you. Then the next post it is, you know, I'm excited to be alive. The next post it in the morning on your on your bathroom door. Oh, I have another unwritten day. What is my chapter going to look like today? Whatever, whatever it is for you. So I like that. So here's the thing. Friends come over and they see post-it notes. They go, are you senile? Niall? <laughs> right. <laughs> <laughs> That's a good I, point. That's a good point. Yeah, yeah I still uh, like the
2: ones in the closet because for some reason, opening in those doors, yeah. is that the surprise? Yeah, or I love it's it. Like your medicine cabinet, yeah, like you go in to grab something. You know, what I mean, it's like you forget it that they're there. So when you open it it's like you're surprising yourself it's like you're giving
1: yourself a gift i love it and and something like this people who feel like as we age right oh i'm not as cute as i was when i was younger so when you open the medicine cabinet to pull out your moisturizer or or guys your your contact lenses whatever it is you could put hi beautiful (laughs) right yeah absolutely
2: hi you foxy mama (laughs) <laughs> what if we give ourselves those compliments, you know what I mean? And it's just a little posty, but that's a good way to, again, I love it. keep the, the 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 chatter, right? Yeah. It's keeping those monkeys so
1: that we're reducing them from 60,000 to, you know, closer to 10,000. Yeah. And and here's another question. So all of these little tips are, you know, we're talking about energy, our relationship with money, really our relationship with ourselves raising awareness, making choices, owning those choices, whatever they are, own it, it doesn't matter. Um, the vibrational change, does that take on a life of its own? Do, do you know what I mean?
2: Absolutely. And it totally does, right? We, it, you, Whatever your attention is, that's where you're going to get more of. It, but we do this unconsciously. Right. Because sometimes we don't realize that we're doing and those are the thoughts that come in. Yeah. But the more that we become aware of this and the more I call it going from the kiddie pool, kiddie swimming pool into the adults. So we're going from the three feet to the 12 feet. Right. Right. So when you're in the three feet, that is comfortable, you know, and it's safe. But when you move into the 12 feet, it you're more expansive. Yeah. Right. We are creating our money container is becoming larger when we do this. Mm. That's all you're doing. By doing all these things, you're expanding your money container. So when you have a larger money container, that means that you're able to bring in or take in and receive more abundance, not just money. I like to think of abundance, right? Because sometimes, like over the weekend, somebody gifted me a ticket to an event I wrote it on my grateful right because one that is great. The amount doesn't matter, right? But becoming aware of when people are doing things, right? I this weekend was a really great weekend. Now that I think about it, I had a friend stop by and drop off some persimmons, Ooh. the last of the persimmons for the year. Mm. I'm going to just I I put a limit of I cannot eat more than three a day. Um, <laughs> <laughs> so cute but I could just eat persimmons right but also becoming aware of those things right becoming aware you know he also brought in um, lunches for six days homemade lunches for wow. six days homemade right oh my god so I'm just beyond so becoming aware of all of the things that are showing up in your life it may not just be money although money is a fact right So I would encourage the listeners to see if you can go out and see if you can find a meter with money left over, right? Especially now, can you find a meter? Can you find that rock star parking, right? Because that's huge, right? And then also, can you give, can you smile at somebody? Can you wish somebody a great day, right? You want to be able to start giving more of what you want to receive. Yeah, yeah. And I know not everybody can go out right now, but, you know, I mean, just even being gracious in in having that courtesy for others, you know, part of the game.
1: It's so simple, right? Being kind. It's it's as simple as smiling, holding a door for someone um, when you're driving and someone's trying to get in on the merge. Let them in. Like, why do you have to, because that second that you're in front of them is making such a big difference in your life. I mean, it's such, well, and Kelly, and here's the thing I love. We're talking about ridiculously simple things that we can do, simple things that we can think about, like taking your shower in the morning, right? That we have clean running water. If you're lucky enough to have that. Right. Having that Keurig on my counter where I can have my different flavored coffees different every day if I want. Right. Pop it in and I'm ready to rock and roll. It's the little things that we take for granted. And I think that's the easy shift to start thinking about all of the little things you have from a gratitude standpoint. And then the things that you become grateful for become bigger. And then you're opening your container. I love that 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 visual. I'm a visual learner opening your container so more money can flow in, more abundance can find you. And abundance is is again, just not always money. Abundance is you get more love in your life. Abundance is um, people go out of their way to do things for you. Abundance is getting that email of, hey, I was thinking about you. Um, just thinking about you and your family, sending you some love. That feels great, right? It doesn't have to be a monetary reward. It's just an abundance of awareness that, look at all these good things that are happening to me. And it's, it's actually pretty easy to do you just have to be aware and then i am the thinker of my thoughts and then what are you grateful for it it's it's really it is simple you just have to practice it it's like anything else it's a muscle memory right right and when you begin to
2: practice the magic about that and the reason i like to start in setting the foundation on that is when you begin to be grateful for those things then the universe keeps sending you God, whoever you believe. They keep sending more of that. We're not going, we're going for the feeling. I know we're going to use the F word here. We're going for the feeling. (laughs) Because not everybody's into the feeling thing. Yep, yep. (laughs) So I like to say, but they get into the feeling. So when the universe will continue to send God, whoever, things that are going to bring you those emotions.
1: Yeah, yeah. We're emotional right. beings, though. That's a good thing. Right. Right, instead of hiding it, you know, write it down. Sit in your car and 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 do your mantra out loud. I am so freaking lucky. I didn't hit traffic today. Ooh, look at the sun shining. I am one lucky person. Holy crap! I get everything I want. Whatever. Talk to yourself. Um, that's another way. The verbal, our words, written words, verbal words, things we, you know, our thoughts all have a vibrational energy. Um, money is nothing more than energy, right? It's an exchange of money. I teach. I get paid for that, right? They're gra- They're grateful that I'm teaching. Teaching them, I'm grateful that they're listening and I'm grateful that I get paid for that, right? It's 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 all about um, gratitude and abundance go together. We're out of time. So my new my I know it goes so fast, Chella. So here guys, I know I always say you need more cella, but before we talked, people are saying you need to be cellified. So you need to be cellafied, baby. Uh, you can email Chella directly at moneymap 101 at gmail.com go to her website, which is Chella. Diaz, so it's C H E L L A D I A Z dot com. Uh, again, email her directly, Money Map One Hundred and One at Gmail dot com. So get chela sized if you need be conicized, That doesn't sound right, but if you need a little more cony in your life, conified. right? Can Con- be conified. Conified. You want to get conified? I'm going to use <laughs> that, chela. Uh Check out my website at WhitmanAssociates dot com. W H I T M um, A N A S S O C dot com. Everything. Is is there, guys, my book, my classes, um, free resources, my podcast, where I've been guests on podcasts. It's all housed in one place, easy peasy for you to find WhitmanAssos.com. And of course, there's even a contact there um, if you need to reach me. I will post all of the links for you guys on the um, uh, show notes so that you could find Chella and you can find Connie to get Chella fied and Conified. I love it. Uh, Chella, thank you, thank you for being on. This is such an important conversation because here's the deal, guys, we really do need money to create the life we want, but we need money to be able to serve others and donate and give philanthropically and sharing our abundance with others is a piece of the puzzle as well. So this is an important conversation. Hopefully you use some of the tips. That Chella shared and some of the explanations And use it today Don't wait, use it today On your way home if you're still commuting Or take a moment after listening To the show and just be mindful List five things that you're Grateful for, it could be as simple as that And I'm loving the sticky notes, my husband Is going to think I lost my mind Because I'm going to have on the medicine cabinet Hello beautiful (laughs) Uh, Thank you Chella For being on taking the time it like a uh, pleasure. to be, uh, it's been an offer uh, and
2: to your s- listeners go out there and take one action that's going to move help you
1: move the needle yeah one action guys that's all we're asking for i hope today inspired you and i hope you will join me weekly as we question build and discover that no matter what change you're going through money sales, that we're changing the definition of these things so that you embrace them on a higher level and make choices as to, as to what uh, changes you choose. You are the thinker of your thoughts. Figure that out, right? Figure whatever that next step is. Uh, Chella, thank you again. I just love your energy. I love hanging out with you. Uh, excellent show. Thank you for sharing your tips with my listeners. It's an honor. I always love seeing you, sister. <laughs> You've been listening to the Heartfelt Sales Leader podcast with me, your heartfelt sales leader, uh, and host Connie Whitman on webtalkradio.net. Thank you, everyone. And I really do wish you an inspired week where you're open your mind to what is possible and what does that mean to you. Think about that today. And again, put those ideas and tips into place. See the changes that are possible. And I thank you for joining us. Have a wonderful week, everyone
0: been listening to the heart-centered sales leader podcast thanks for tuning in to hear connie whitman and her expert guests share tips tools and strategies that can be implemented immediately be sure to subscribe so that you don't miss a single episode and while you're at it please leave a rating and review and share it with your friends tune in every week for more exciting insights and strategies on increasing your business's roi and always remember lead with heart and your sales will follow